Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Howdy. <laughs> How's it going? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> good, good. It's a Sunday afternoon, uh, another weather warning here in Vancouver. What does that even mean? I know. I had a terrible nightmare about it, though, when the storm must have been loud enough to get into my dreams last night. And I dreamt I was at home where I grew up. And I woke up my brother because a bunch of neighborhood pets had fallen into our pool Oh and it was like gosh. such a bad storm. And then we got out there and there was a, a doe, a deer, a female deer, um, a moose, a cat, a dog, and then another large animal that needed to be rescued. And the moose would not get out of the pool. He was completely underwater and he was too scared to come up and we didn't know what to do. And they're such big animals. It was so scary. Wow. The weather <laughs> app is not good for you. <laughs> no, now my phone is really bad for me. My phone's really bad for me. Uh, it's slowly killing me. Anyways, on that note, uh, speaking of slowly bringing me back to life, it's uh, our friend. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's a writer. He's a new dad. And he's Ooh. he's here today. It's Cam McLeod. Hi. How's Thanks it going? for having me. Oh, so good. Is your full professional name Cameron McLeod? I mean, I guess you, everyone, you, you know, call me Cam, but I feel like I have to, I started introducing myself as Cameron because every time that I introduce myself as Cam, uh, I tend to like mumble or it's like in a loud place. And so sure. people always are like, Kim, Cam, And then I say, oh no, sure. Cameron. I'm so I just come. start saying Cameron. Yeah. No, no, no. It's come. Like the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget it. My parents love jizz. Um, but speaking about weather, uh, which is exciting, um, when I came in here just now to the room to do this podcast at my place, I saw the uh, my first spider inside, oh. and I was like, "Oh, you little rascal! <laughs> like, I'm gonna should I get you? Because it's already raining, so I could take care of you. But spiders are good, so it's actually in the room with me right now, just hanging out." Oh. What, it depends on the kind of spider cam. It's little and it's white, which sounds mm. dangerous. Mm. Albino. I don't think so. Yeah, Albino spider. Wears a lot of SPF. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love them. They're great. They take care of other bugs that I don't want. Exactly. And there's no other bugs in the apartment, so that's good. Might be Yet. Guy. I always feel badly when I'm dusting. There's like a spider that lives in my bathroom and a spider that lives in my window well in the living room. And they kill a lot of little bugs. And then when I clean up all their bug carcasses, I'm like, I try not to kill the spider as well. Um, my life's very small. <laughs> uh, I had a bite on my ankle the other day and I thought, oh, I wonder if a spider bit me. And last night I realized, no, it's, there's a mosquito living in my room and I cannot catch him. And this morning I had another bite. He's like, oh, just, wow. I don't know where he came from, but he's staying. It's I don't know how long he's going to live for. You got a new pet. Yeah, that's true. I'm only allowed one per unit. So bye, Hank. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Didn't make the cut. I realized instead of having a pet, I have a bath. I went for a walk in the big <laughs> rainy storm or whatever. Um, it was yesterday. It was just rain. I don't know. I went for a walk with my friend and we got totally soaked, but it was like we weren't cold. We were just wet. So mm -hmm. it wasn't, we weren't like miserable or anything. It was kind of fun. We were in Pacific Spirit Park. And then when I got home, I just had like a hot bath and she just laid on her couch with her cat, like warming her up. And I was like, oh, the time that people would spend with their pet, I just spend in the bath. And yeah, probably. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. How many baths do you average a day? 
I mean, yesterday was two because I had to, to warm up, but usually just one unless, okay. unless it's like, I don't know. It really helps like clear out my sinuses too. It feels good. Oh yeah. Do you do like Epsom salts or something in there? I do. I do yeah. if I'm achy. I just got like a rose scented bubble bath, which is very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. Um, and I have one of those little trays that I put across that I can put a book on. Oh, nice. And yesterday I did on my way back from the forest walk, pick up a cinnamon bun. So I was eating the cinnamon bun in the bubble bath. And then the chapter that I was on uh, was all too fitting. Is just like the beginning of a new chapter called The Glutton's Sea. And I was like, <laughs> that's me. I'm that. Thank you. I always see those photos of because I'm I love baths. I take like like at least a couple a week. Nice. I've got the eucalyptus bath salts in there. It's so nice, and I read in there all the time. But I always see those pictures of like the people that have those little. I mean, essentially, it just makes me think of like a drive-in restaurant yeah, tray yeah. that goes across the tub, and there's never photos of food on there. And I'm like, people got to be eating Hell in yeah. the bath for sure. Yeah, yeah. It would never have occurred to me. Well, the one I have has like a, a little indent for a cup for like a glass to put there. So I usually take like a can of LaCroix or whatever, but it also has a little spot where you would hang your wine glass. So like the <laughs> bell of the wine glass would sit there and then the stem goes underneath. So you're not going to knock it off or something. But, oh, wow. but then the stem's like nice and warm from Heating the bathwater. Yeah. Warm wine. <laughs> so you get that hot, hot, hot mm -hmm. uh, white wine, just like how you like it. <laughs> yeah, how the sommelier recommends. Yeah, it's like a double boiler. <laughs> right, yeah, you get a mulled wine. It's mulled yeah. wine in the bath. That's nice. I used to do that. I used to drink wine in the bath, but I don't uh, drink wine anymore. So I just keep myself hydrated. Yeah, inside <laughs> and out. That's great. Yeah, I love it. It's my pet. Do you have the moment in the bath where you pop down fully and immerse yourself underwater and no. then just like don't listen to anything? Yeah. <laughs> my tub's not really big enough for that. Yeah, you got to like stick your knees out to do it. But yeah, Oh, yeah. I put my feet up oh, against yeah. the wall and then turn my face to the side to get it submerged. Oh, and yeah. then I'll let out a huge scream like in a movie when someone's gone through something traumatic. Yeah, like in uh, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream or whatever. Yeah. Um, I wanted to also say that I don't get my head wet because I have to go outside all the time with the dog. Ah, uh, yeah. I've been a bath fan my whole life and I've always had long hair. So that's like the moment where you can truly feel like a mermaid is when you're fully submerged and it's moving around your head like seaweed. Cam, mm. you know, as a former long hair haver. <laughs> yes, yes. And then and then you have the when you come out and the hair's all wet, that's when you kick both of your legs at the same time like a tail yeah. and splash water everywhere. <laughs> like in the got... movie Splash. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Hanks is there, he's freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what to think. Yeah, he's slipping and sliding in the water. It's a real yeah. comedy bears. It's great. Um Turner and Hooch is there too. It's confusing. Yeah. It's the Hankiverse. It's the Hankiverse comedy world that I want to live in. The Burbs is there. Bruce Dern's there. Corey Feldman. The cast of the Burbs. The cast of the Burbs. The little dog, who was also the dog in Silence of the Lambs. Love that dog. Oh, wow. That's a good career. Yeah. She was also in something else. I forget. But yeah. Queenie was her name. Homeward Bound. Yeah, she directed it, actually. Dog cinema. <laughs> Welcome to my new podcast, Dog Cinema. It sounds great. Yeah, that's intersection of all... We record in the bath, <laughs> completely submerged <laughs> underwater like mermaids. Screaming. While eating cinnamon buns. Um, 
So I have a lot of questions. <laughs> one of the reasons I never read in the bathtub is that I don't like sitting in the tub for very long. Mm. For one. Number two, I don't want to get the pages of my book wet, which I've never been able to master. So I, I really admire the setup you have. But how did you not get your cinnamon bun wet? I got the tray. Like I've got the little tray. How do you keep your hands dry? I don't put them in the water <laughs> while I'm eating. And I also like I'll have like a little hand towel within reach if I need to, if I do submerge my hands and then I need to touch my phone or turn the page of the book or whatever. But I generally will okay. have like yeah. activity time at the beginning. And then I do like washing my hair, wash my face and all that. You know? Okay. All so, right. Yeah. The side towel is a big part of it. That, yeah. okay. that, that safety side towel just outside of the bath is definitely comes in handy. Even, even sometimes if towel. the bath is too hot, your face is sweating and you got to mop down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is that a lot of face sweat. And that's what I'm worried about getting the, the, the pages all wet is, yeah. is when I'm wiping my brow from the yeah. bath sweat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh, like, it's too um, much work for me. And I really love that you both do it. I do really love bathing. <laughs> it's great. I mean, you got to do it. Might as well make it like nice, special, a whole, a whole afternoon. I like the screaming thing. <laughs> the screaming thing might be the biggest sell. I was surprised it wasn't the cinnamon bun, but the screaming thing really appeals to me. Yeah. Well, um, on that note, that's the podcast, baby. That's a great talking cam. <laughs> Things have changed since you were last on. Do we remember when you were last on? It's been a while. It's been a while. It has. I don't know. It's been well, you've whole, been on quite a few times. I've been on damn. twice, I think, at least. At least? I I've got twice. a I've got a spreadsheet I made <laughs> that I can find out. But the last time was like, yeah, like four years ago. What? Oh, wow. Oh, man. I feel like we. I, I've tried to book you lots of times and it hasn't worked out. You have. You have. And I really appreciate you asking me. But and, and so I'm very persistent. We had you on December 28th, 2015. And then we had you on July 10th, 2017. And Holy now shit. it's November 2021. Wow. So. So All right. Well, let's future. make this one count because it's the only <laughs> one we're going to get for another three and a half years. Yeah. Um, should we do a round of retail nightmares starting yeah. with our guest? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so my retail nightmare uh, comes from uh, a job that I've uh, been working for. I'm on hiatus of it right now for a couple months, but there was about six months where I was working on it. Um, from home this past year and I'm production coordinating for a documentary which is very fun and it's um, about comedy and my line producer um, it was a Friday and he's like hey uh, so for the shoot that's coming up I want to introduce you to the uh, talent coordinator and you know because you guys will be going back and forth about stuff I'm like, great. He texted me that. And so he sends an email. He's like, hey, so-and-so, just wanted to introduce you to the production coordinator, uh, Cam. You know, we'll, we'll connect like next week, but just wanted to give you guys like a little intro. And her response is, uh, great. So nice to meet you, Cam. I'm actually at uh, the Celebration of Light tonight. So I'll catch back up with you guys uh, on Monday. Have a great weekend. And I read it and I'm like... 
One, okay, I don't know if you know what the celebration of light is. It's fireworks? a fireworks competition that happens in downtown Vancouver. They put a big barge yeah. in English Bay, shoot <laughs> off a ton of fireworks. Like each country gets uh, a night, and it's a real sort of nightmare hellscape of uh, sort of bridge and tunnel. Uh, oh, people yeah, in their twenties yeah. that just want to party and look for fights, uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. also quite a quite a spectacle. Um, it's not really for me, so I don't know the schedule. So I respond to her. It's like 4.30 on a Friday. I respond, um, all capitals, fun, exclamation point. <laughs> Have a great time. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you on Monday, Cam. And I'm like, 4.30 on Friday. I'm all, I'm all done. This is great. Uh, and then I get a text from my uh, line producer saying, fun, question mark? A funeral for someone who died in your family isn't fun. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I reread it, and it says, a celebration of life. So she's literally at a funeral, and my response is, fun, have a great time. For I the love person it. that you've just lost. I mean, it does have the word celebration in it. So, it, And hey, it was Friday. That connotes fun <laughs> and a great time. Like, you never know. Some funerals can be quite joyful. Like, people... Yeah, people, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. It's did you re- reply back or did you just let it No, 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 no. Well, I was, I was yeah, horrified. because Entered I was like, oh, the my. witness protection program. <laughs> You yeah, just quit just like, on the yeah, spot, t- change yeah, your name <laughs> to come. Come now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah just come McLeod. Oh, yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I only do three buttons. <laughs> Got my button fly. Um, <laughs> Six buttons total. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway so, there. So, so uh, yeah, I'm just horrified, and I'm, I'm like, this is the worst sort of uh, introduction in the world. And, <laughs> and I respond, what? Celebration of life? I thought he, she was talking about the fireworks. <laughs> and he's like, no, she wasn't. You need to say something. Oh and so God. I was like, oh, my God. So I go back in, I email, I'm like, Hey, so-and-so, Jets reread your email and realized that you are at a celebration of life tonight, uh, which is obviously not the fireworks. I'm very sorry for, you know, um, my error and uh, my condolences. Uh, Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. And I'm like, fingers crossed. You know, this isn't a bridge burner. Like, this is going to be horrible because we have to work together for like weeks after this. And uh, I was kind of, you know, just waiting. And then she came back with, no problem. You know, thanks for letting me know. Like, I'll talk to you Monday. And then it was never spoken of again. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, okay. I have two minds about this, as I often am about disclosing personal details that weren't requested as a person that's fairly open. Also, a person that's never lost anyone and had to do a celebration of life. I don't know if I would have put it in my email either because mm-hmm. it's like confusing. Anybody else with me on that? Or was it TMI? It's a big, it's a big share for right off the top on like a response to an introduction email. But we also don't like talk about grief in our society or loss a lot. So I'm like, okay, well, it is really normal to say like, hey, I'm, I'm, I've lost somebody and this is what my week is like. So is it just me being uptight? 
I think it's a good thing to let people know because it's gonna like when you I don't know how close uh, this person was to the person that they lost, but it's like. I'm going to be kind of fucked up for a while. And if I don't yeah, totally. write back right away or if I seem, you know, off, like this isn't how I normally am. Like I am going through some shit. So I think it's like valid to yeah. say, um, I don't know. And also like you're not really when you're in like a heightened emotional state, like you're not really thinking like what's, what's how will this hurt this how will this affect other people or how would this sound? Yeah, and like what's yeah. the it's right your priority to put in an email? So I don't know. <laughs> I think it's valid, but also I am not as eloquent as that. So I probably would have said like, Hey, my dad died. I'm uh looking at his coffin. Uh T T Y L. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I would be very direct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that probably I would fall more into that camp too. <laughs> Which isn't better, I don't think. My aunt got crushed by a dumpster. I yeah. can't be around right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It may, it may take me a little while to get back to you. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'll say this. I I did appreciate, once I knew what was going on, I did appreciate that. So it's like, you know, but I like to think, <laughs> this is just me making myself feel better about it, that in a time that could have been, you know, sad, uh, her knowing that I did that and then fucked up and was fr- probably freaking out about it alone and him her being like, oh my God, this guy thought that I said fireworks. Like, I hope that that brought her some joy. Yeah. In that, like this idiot that I'm about to work with. Yeah. Who thought I was at the fireworks at four in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me was hoping that th- this would go on and she would write back saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I made a typo. I am at the fireworks. But we are celebrating the life of my loved one. (laughs) Who died on the fireworks float. Being shot into a beautiful display of light and life at the same time. That's so funny. Oh, oh, emails. It's like the premise of an entire movie. Like that. Yes. Your life is a movie. I've said it before. Like so every retail nightmare you bring us, like every nightmare story you bring us. I'm like, I want to see this on the big screen. Story of come McLeod. Yeah. You're the producer. Let's get it done. Yeah. I love it. Oh, boy. Oh, I just saw your little fart tattoo. Oh, it sneaks up there sometimes. I forget that it's there. When you're in filming things, do you put makeup on it? Um, Yeah. Usually, I mean, that's the one thing that I have to, like, let people know right away. And every time, like, the it's like, really? Like, is that for real? I'm like, yeah, that's real. But (laughs) a couple times, there's a, a... a Best Buy ad that I was in where they forgot to do the makeup. Nice. And then it came to the scene where I had to like look at a dishwasher and like point at it like, oh, look at these features. Mm -hmm. And so I pointed at it with two fingers very strangely. I'm like, oh, and I'm pointing with two fingers. There's always that guy though or that person that's pointing at something weird or like using their middle finger. Like I completely... Or like the, you know. the Vanna White sort of like yeah, full hand yeah, yeah. <laughs> pointing with all four fingers. How okay? So how old? <laughs> well, you gotta be careful how high you point. Yeah, you know you keep that below the shoulder. Down, <laughs> you aim down. Um, so for the listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, Cam has a, a tattoo. It's like a very subtle tattoo on the side of his finger. How how long have you had it now? Two thousand and eleven. Yeah, probably over 10 years. Like 10 years. And how's yeah. it how's it uh, aging? I mean, it's still there, very It's quite dark. Yeah, yeah it's there. It's not it's going legible anywhere. through Zoom. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not going anywhere. And I always forget about it, but I always remember as soon as I'm doing like an interaction at like a store where I'm paying for like debit or I like scratch my face while talking to someone <laughs> that I just met. That's and so funny. <laughs> you see, like I see the reaction on the person's face of them seeing it, registering it, and then like keeping their mouth shut and not saying anything. Being like, like okay. I, I'm like, are you going to? They're not going to say it. Okay. They're filing it away. No, I yeah. had to, I had to mention it because I, I enjoy it. I, I appreciate it when people do point it out because it's, you know, it's fun. I, I, I like it's it. Right. I Regret it. And now I've got a kid, so it's like, oh my gosh! Now it's going to be in. You use. can really use it. The yeah. funny finger joke will be in full use. You'll love it. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? Nothing funnier than dad's farting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for babies farting, because it's oh. very funny. <laughs> only thing about babies farting is that it can be like there can be a cleanup related with it. Oh, As yes. you know, I'm oh, m- much better yeah. than I do. Yes, there can be. <laughs> I watched it. I forget who sent it to me, but someone sent me a video recently of like someone, you know how you like burp a baby to get all the gas out, but it was someone uh, farting their baby, I guess. I've seen oh. it. I've seen it with the legs, right? The baby on, like pumping the legs. on their back and the mom is just sort of pumping the legs and like moving them in a circle and just sort mm. of like Aww. getting all the, getting all the gas out. And it's so comical because it's like, <laughs> it's like rhythmic. <laughs> And at one point, the mom just like can't keep it together and cracks up. And it's great because like it can go short, 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 yeah. long, long. It's like the Pee Wee Herman with the balloon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. So good. I'm always like, why am I watching this? And then it like you get to the point where you're just like hysterically crying. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I didn't try it because like a gassy baby is an unhappy baby. So I've definitely tried yeah. the the pumping thing and all the, all the leg pump. And uh, it's very funny to see. I don't know if you guys have seen the videos of the thing where people throw uh, processed cheese slices in a crying baby's face to make it stop crying. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's, it's like, there's a big hubbub about it. We've never done it, but like there's, if you look it up, that's like a thing that was trending on whatever, TikTok or whatever. But it's like a thing where like, kind crying, of mean oh yeah a crying but it's like it it is also like it's not hard enough to actually hurt. cause damage it doesn't hurt um but it just confuses the baby enough yeah. to make it stop crying distracting and it's quite <laughs> funny to watch i would never do it but pretty funny to watch i'm screaming baby get a little slice of processed cheese on the face and then just stop and be confused that's how i became lactose intolerant that's <laughs> pretty processed cheese slices to the face parenting was different back then yeah it's funny because I was around as a baby, I was around a lot of processed cheese slices, but I guarantee my parents never did that. And now I'm kind of jealous and kind of left out and like, it's too late for me, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, whatever. This generation just has so much more than past generations and they're so ungrateful. <sighs> cheese slices in the face. I did one time do Getting like a, farted. a photo shoot with my roommate where she, it was like an erotic processed cheese photo shoot. Like she, this was her idea or maybe it was my, it was maybe both of us, but she had a, like a full, you know, when you get a pack, there's like 50 of them. There's so many. And we just thought it would be funny if she like laid on her bed with them, like covering her still in the wrapper out of the wrapper. I think 
we had to do out of because that's how you like get it to conform to curves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be a bit of like an orange latex patchwork suit, right? Sort of. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely a market out there for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know where those photos are. Probably on an old hard drive. But yeah, this was the first time I hung out. We weren't roommates at the time. We then went on to be roommates. And that should have been the the big red flag for me, but it wasn't. That's it. When I was in high school, I created a character called Velveeta, the cheesy lady, and entered it in the Macho Man contest. And I did a dance routine while seductively throwing out slices of cheese to the audience. I love it. Amazing. It was the highlight of my life. It was all downhill. I also find cheese slices to be really delicious. Do you do the thing where you like take off the wrapper and then fold it up into like a cube? Oh. I think I haven't bought them in a really long time, but I really love it when there's like a slice on a hamburger. Oh, yeah. Um, but we just, that was cheese. The kind of cheese we had growing up was cottage cheese, cream cheese, and cheese slices. And so, yeah, just cold out of the fridge. One for me, one for the dog. It's the best. Oh, Plus nice. it's so cute when a dog eats a cheese slice. <laughs> They're like... Yeah, and like it gets over stuck to the roof of your mouth. That's it was yeah, it was just the cheese that my grandma always had. She always had margarine instead of butter and cheese slices. And I thought it was like fancy and my parents were like, Please don't eat too many. (laughs) You are (laughs) lactose intolerant. I remember going to a friend's house and them having country crock. Oh yeah. Do you remember country crock? Of course. Yeah. It's a margarine. it's a margarine, right? Oh, but yeah. I just thought it was so fancy. It's like the fanciest of the margarines. The ads were really fancy. There's like a melt melting on a bran muffin, and yeah. like in some cottage in Maine. Yeah, or like yeah. At a, a horse ranch. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Spreading the margarine just on a horse's coat, getting mm. nice and greasy. Mm. Burping them. Yeah. Oh, burping them. Isn't it like a horse can't burp? Or no, they can't throw up. Horses sure. can't throw up. I'm pretty well, sure that's why, like, it's... Uh, they get so sick when they eat, like, the wrong grass. Yeah, right. like, it's bad, because it's, like, it's just got to go through, or... I feel like that would be a very visceral thing to see, is a horse, like, coughing up a hay ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, too intense. I imagine it being, like, as intense as them pissing, which is, like, a fire hose. Like, uh, like gross-out <laughs> comedy-style, like, hose of barf. <laughs> Okay, I love that now. It's beautiful. Yeah, really, we lost you for a moment. I'm sorry. I was, I was there. I was on the farm seeing yeah. it. It's beautiful. Um, Jess, do you have a retail situation? I have a retail dream. Oh, nice. Uh, last week, I went to your show, Alicia, at Little Mountain. Come draw with me. And then there was a late show also happening, which was Abdul Aziz and Sean O'Hara's show, Coupon Book. Uh, which I'd never been to and I was really wanted to go but there was like an hour in between and I was like I'm so hungry like we got to get some food and there's a really good pizza place near Little Mountain but they close now at 7 30 every night oh, and I'm like boy. I would have to like get pizza for the next day <laughs> like I don't not even thinking about dinner at 7 30 so we drove to uh, a pizza place at Fraser and King Ed Fraser and 16th. I don't know. Fraser and Kingsway. Does it That's matter? What it is. It's Fraser and Kingsway. Yeah, because I want to give them a shout out because they okay. fucking rock uh, straight out of Brooklyn Pizza. And they were oh, yeah. technically closed, but they sold us a whole pizza and then gave us bonus pizza. Which what? is something like for free. And that's something that I forgot that happens. And Jay, because he used to work 
at Little Caesars. I was like, oh no, they're closed. We should go. And Jay was like, let's just try. And then the door was unlocked. And the guy who works there is very nice. We've talked to him on the phone before. We've like, he's, he has like a European accent and he's just like, I should have closed, but I didn't like, it's my fault, but here have this free pizza. And I was like, I forgot that that happens. It's just like, if you're in the know. The timing is perfect. It was perfect. And it tastes better. I don't know why. It tastes better when you know that it's like a free it's a bonus taste of pizza freedom. From like mm-hmm. a, kind, about. a kind man. <laughs> so we had the free bonus pizza. We ate it in our car like a goblin. So the, uh, the guy there could close up. And uh, then we went to the second comedy show. And it was great. It was like a double bill comedy show. I don't even remember the last time I've done that. That's awesome. I've heard very good things about Coupon Book. It was very fun. Like you get a, an envelope of coupons when you, when you get there, when you get through the door and they're all various things. Like some of them are like, we'll call a random person like of your choice and say whatever you want. And I guess there's one that's like the secret coupon that ends the show. And I got that one. Like you get like five different coupons, but that was one of them. It's like a red card. That's like this coupon ends the show. And like having that power. (laughs) The whole time and not using it. It's like Pandora's box. It's like dangerous. So wait, so you can let the show keep going if you want? They'll end it once like all their acts are done because right. they're stand up too. But if I could have like held that up at any time and it would have been done, the show would have been done. Everyone would have hated me. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to resist just to make Abdul mad. <laughs> He's the best friend of the podcast. I He's would, not. He's I would a never, casual acquaintance of the podcast. I would never make him mad. Um, but it was really fun. Uh, it was a very fun evening. I was back at Little Mountain last night. I'm trying to go as much as possible while it still exists. Yes. And uh, love it to bits. Um, when you say you were eating it like a goblin in the car, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> was it like, uh, were you eating it so ferociously that when you looked up, all the windows were fogged up and you had like oh, take yeah. a minute to like start the car and heat it up so then you could see out the windows again? Well, we drove back to Little Mountain and parked so we wouldn't have to. <laughs> like Jay ate it while I was driving, but he did a weird thing where he made the box, the plate, so all the grease was dripping on the top of the box. So then when it came time for me to eat it, like I couldn't have the box open and eat it because it's like greasy on both on the inside and the outside. And I mean, I wish I could eat as fast as Jay does, but I think I'm twice as slow. (laughs) Everyone has to eat at their own pace. For every one slice, he can eat two slices. Is it because of a lack of chewing or? He's got a bigger mouth. I talk more. (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) Talking can be a big factor. Slows me down. Um, Yeah, I can't like physically fit as much pizza in my mouth or like take as big bites or. But he's yeah, I don't think he's like doing the duck like does he do the fold yeah i think we both do yeah the fold is like double pizza the double yeah at last night at uh hell night aaron reed former guest uh was given like seven pieces of pizza stacked up to eat like at once and it was <laughs> so beautiful i want that yeah. yeah that's amazing i want that for everyone who wants it it's me and yeah. kate me and Katie did that with, um, there's a place called Papa's Pizza um, at like Main and 14th. And they're like very thick slices, yeah. like very deep. Great pizza if you like like a deeper dish pizza. Yeah. Um, and it's very heavy. And we, last time we got it, we made pizza sandwiches and like folded <gasps> it over. Like not, not a fold, like piece on top of piece. And it was mm, so good. 
Wow, Mama so Mia. good. I'm so hungry suddenly. Yeah, you made your own calzone, basically. That's amazing. Yeah, but cut off all the crusts, so it was just like loose <laughs> on the sides. Mm, that's dangerous. I love it. So good and good yeah. for you. Um, I have a retail nightmare. Let's hear it. So sometimes there's a thing that can happen. Sometimes I work from home. I work on a cell phone. And my calls are transferred to my cell phone from my office. And sometimes there's a delay, especially it's like 98% of the phone calls I take are from the U.S. and long distance. And I would return to call for a consumer that had a question about a product replacement coupon. And she was a senior, so it adds to sometimes calls being more difficult if a senior can't hear you or technology is not working in their favor uh, it's a struggle and sometimes there's a delay. So I'm already answering a question and the person has already started talking again. So they think I'm talking over them or interrupting them. And I won't know that there's a delay sometimes because it takes a few seconds for things to catch up. But the way that the delay has to work is that everyone gives each other a chance to talk. And some people don't do that. It's not their, their communication style. So here I am. I've responded to a question because the woman paused for a moment. So I said, yes, I can help you. And this is, this is how. And she's like, I cannot believe that you are interrupting me. I'm going to have to count to 10. because I am going to lose my cool here. And Holy shit. so she counts to 10. It's quite, like, quite demeaning when people treat like consumer experience people like this or customer service people like this. And they have a clue in because they have not stopped talking for a second that there's a delay on the phone and they take it like really personally and, but counting to 10, like over a coupon <laughs> and like, like the problem wasn't even with us. It was a problem with the store and she never apologized for speaking to me that way. The problem was all her fault. <laughs> oh my God. But the counting to 10 really was like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Like wow. if this is you get this angry that you are counting to ten over this, I can't imagine like how you're treating the gas station attendant or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. should never be on a podcast if she doesn't like getting interrupted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, yeah. and like a, a senior too. Like you don't really think of a senior as like having that sort of. I, don't, I mean, I guess it would make more sense because they've got less time, but. <laughs> But they have all the time. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, it was just a misunderstanding, but it went from, you know, zero to 10 <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> and nice. Yeah, I don't ever let on that it's, you know, rude or offensive to be treated like that, but it does make my job less enjoyable oh, when yeah. people get angry over nothing. People get angry over really good reasons. Oh my gosh, Nick, no problem. Go for it. Uh, when I explained to her that there was a delay on the phone and that I wasn't interrupting her, like she just kept talking. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. So that was that. And oh, then my man. retail dream is that I walked into the bakery yesterday just as they're putting out my favorite kind of donut. And uh, it was the best. Nice. This cinnamon your, sugar. Oh. Just a plain donut rolled in cinnamon and sugar. Nice. Classic. Yeah. That's and really like a nice. real donut, not a shitty donut, not a cake, like a fake yeah. 
cardam's donut, which is not a good donut. Yeah. I feel like that person who's doing the counting to 10, it seems like one of those uh, like Serenity Now situations yeah, where it's like, all, it's not doing anything for it. It's just bottling it up even more. And she's using those 10 seconds she's counting to just get angrier. It's really felt like it. <laughs> and suppress it even more. Yeah. Like, that's an internal thing, too. Like, I'm going to count to 10. You don't say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also yeah. something you say to like, uh, like a like to scold a child or something. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. a timeout or something. Yeah. It also for me, it just makes me think of like for you, the listener who's having to listen to her count to ten. It makes me think of like my stress is building because I feel like there's like a timer. And it's like when you're playing a video game and the boss is there and it's like, oh, no, it's like building up for the big attack. Like, I've got 10 seconds. I don't know what's coming next. Like, what do I hide? It's sucking all the energy into its chest before yeah, it like, shoots it out as a ray. It's going to do like a, a big Hadouken or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just mashing buttons. I don't know what to do. Like, that's very stressful. And like. When you interact with customer service or whatever, they always, they're always like, how did we do? But you don't ever get to say like how the complainee did. Yeah. yeah. I think like now after like, I don't know how many years of doing this kind of work, I really resent managers that were like, well, what did you do wrong? Because most of the time really it is like someone's having a bad day or they're not great at communicating and they were picking a fight or misunderstood something. And because there's a power dynamic there for a lot of people, and a lot of people I've said on the podcast before, Cam, think I'm much younger because my voice is really high. Right. And especially on the phone, like it's in customer service mode. So we had a woman last year that was like harassing me and calling me like a girl who didn't understand things. And like, I'm not, I'm fine. So not a girl. <laughs> not yet a woman. Not yet a woman. Never, hopefully. All you Ugh. need is time. Oh, I don't want it. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, it's rough. I don't, I can't imagine anyone doing that job like their entire life. Cause like, it's just the bad, the bad experiences really overshadow like the pleasant, nice ones. Yeah. It's like yeah. classic, like, uh, and also people calling in that don't have control in their life. It's like all of a sudden they have just this mm -hmm. like punching bag yeah. that they can feel like they can do whatever they want to because it's like, you know, you're supposed to, I'm supposed to be right and you're going to make this right. And if you don't, then I get to get angry because I can't get angry anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I think like a lot of places that are like big call centers, I think that's just how it is all the time. Like where I work, no, like we get maybe like, People get annoyed, maybe a couple of bad calls a year. But yeah, like we've just like, I feel like working at Shaw would be terrible or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why there's so much turnover there. I want to know who the first person was who came up with the phrase, the customer is always right, because. I think it was an, like an author. We should murder them. I was going to say it was definitely a customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Professional customer. I love it. Should we move on to a segment? Yeah, should we do our newest segment? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we didn't come up with this segment. So Cam, do you want to introduce it and explain sure. it? <laughs> this segment is called Rest in Peas. <laughs> Rest in Peas. 
it is a segment where we apologize to the fruit and vegetables that we've purchased and have let go bad in the fridge and then have thrown out before actually using them as food. Amen. Rest in peas. <laughs> Would you like to get us started? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the reason I came up with the idea was because... Uh, we like just recently moved into a new place and we've got a baby obviously. And then it's like, you know, you're kind of, uh, with everything being a bit crazy, you're kind of doing things when you can. So it's like, Oh, I'm going to go to the bank, but then there's like, Oh, a place here. So I'm going to do that. So it started with me going to the bank, but then we needed some like food to make dinner. And I was like, not going to do a big shop. I'm just like going to grab some stuff quick. And where am I going to get food? Well, the Shoppers Drug Mart is right beside the bank. <laughs> and what you don't do at Shoppers Drug Mart is buy produce. <laughs> it's not a place. Sometimes you, you do. Yeah. Yeah, I bought blueberries there this summer. Sometimes you and do. Yeah. potato salad. And they worked out. They worked out for you? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, actually, the, the, <laughs> the, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was not, it was not a glowing report, but it was fine. <laughs> We'll hear more about it in potato business, don't worry. Right, right. So I went there and I bought, uh, you know, some asparagus and mushrooms <laughs> and wow. like an onion and like stuff that usually I'm going there for like toilet paper and like medicine. So it came time to make this dinner, but it was like obviously five days later because by the time I got home, we were tired. So we just ordered in food and it was like, okay, we're going to make this chicken Alfredo dish and it's going to be so tasty. And I was prepping the chicken and Katie was prepping the vegetables and she opened up the, it was like the basket with the plastic over it mm -hmm. um, for the mushrooms, which usually I like to do the handpicked mushrooms in the like brown paper bag. It's like good for the uh. moisture. Um, and so she opened them and she started like going through them and like washing them. And she's like, oh, this one's. This one's gross. And I was like, oh, no. And then she's like, oh, this one's gross, too. And then she took the, <laughs> oh, no, this one's gross. Too. I'm like, wait, let's look at these. And oh. all of them were bad. And so we just threw them all out. And I felt really bad because they never got their day in the frying pan. And, you know, got to mix in with that garlic and that onion and the asparagus. And it was a really, really good dinner. But sorry. Sorry, mushrooms. Sorry, mushrooms. I find much, those mushrooms in the cellophane or in the paper bag, like you really have to eat, eat them the day of. Um, and the thing I do appreciate about mushrooms is when they're off, they smell off. Mm. And uh, so that's the first thing I do when I open up mushrooms now. I was like, do they smell a little bit like piss? No? <laughs> Let's use them. They have a real yeah. bad piss smell. I mean, I am ashamed, but like I can't count on one hand, like how many vegetables a week I have to compost. Because I will have these aspirational shopping moments where I buy a normal amount of food, but I'm exhausted 24-7. So, and I don't always have a plan for like, at least you're shopping for a recipe. Um, but my big failure, decades in the making at this point, is the boxes of salad and spinach. spinach Maybe is once, a classic. Yeah, like there's always that one leaf that kind of ruins the whole package and you know, even before the expiry date and like I have this technique where I put paper towels on inside of it to soak up the moisture, but I very rarely get to the end of it. That's very and considerate feel, of you. I feel very badly about it because there's so much food waste and I'm responsible for 98% of it probably. But right before the podcast, I made a bunch of stuff because I could feel that sort of like, hey, you did groceries on Friday and you did groceries on Monday and you've yet to make anything. 
you have ordered in and you ate out and yesterday you you ate out at a restaurant you ate out also at friday because you liked it so much instead of cooking so <laughs> either stop doing stop grocery shopping and just be de defeated by doordash <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i could have someone come and just completely clean out my entire fridge all of the condiments all of the, the pickles yeah i would pay you so much money you don't have to pay me like friends just help friends and it's no, not transactional don't. I no. do. I yeah, do yeah, with my other friends, and it's. Not, I would pay like, I someone would... to do this job. I would. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a job, so I shouldn't be saying no to money. But yeah. <laughs> but I love doing that. I love helping organize fridge and like going through a pantry and getting rid of everything that's like expired. Yeah. And yeah. That's, I, I would be happy that. to pay you for your time, and we could chat, and you could start me from scratch because you do keep a good fridge. I think. I've thought about it while you were talking. And I think the reasons why I don't have to apologize to that many vegetables, thankfully, is because our fridge is always pretty empty. So I think like the more full your fridge and freezer are, like the yeah. harder they have to work and like the less efficient they are. So I think things stay colder and like the air circulates better. Oh, okay. Mm, true. Um, Mine does not circulate at all. Yeah, like... <laughs> when I look like, in there's most... just a giant leak in there right now that keeps uh -oh. like blocking the door and I'm like it's I was gonna make bone broth and oh, that leak, was three leak. days I thought, yeah. yeah I thought you meant like leak as well water no. leaking <laughs> it's a giant leak they're so big how do you fit them in you sort of have to chop them um so that's like every every friend or family member's fridge I've ever looked in it's like dark you know like it's so yeah. full like you the light doesn't hit everything when you open the door and it's like you can't see to the back and my fridges never ever look like that it's always been like very glowingly bright <laughs> yeah it's so white sparse um, but in a good way yeah and then I usually don't have that much in the fridge so whenever anything vegetable-y or fruity is approaching it's expiry date I just chop it up and put it in the freezer and then it's like boom you're already halfway there to smoothie mm. but also like I don't have a job so like I have the time to do that and then my the other thing is I just like since we switched at the beginning of the pandemic to ordering from spud like we just get all our groceries on Wednesdays every week so it's not like oh this was from Monday and this was from Friday or whatever it's like all at the same time and if they give it to you and it's like a bad expiry date that's too soon or if it's like not a good quality you say like hey this sucked and they're like sorry we'll credit you so I never like I I do make a lot of weird smoothies for sure um, but I think the most recent thing that I need to apologize to is a box of herbs of uh, thyme that I got because I made potato leek soup potato business delicious but you don't, you only use like a couple sprigs of it and then you have the whole box. It's too much time. Mm -hmm. And I, if I do have enough time on my hands, <laughs> I will, you know, peel, peel off all the leaves from the sprigs and like let it dry out and then put it in a jar and have it in, in my spice rack. But that takes for fucking ever. Yep. And so I didn't do it in time. And then I went and looked at it and it was moldy. So I had to compost it. So too much time and also not enough time. Sorry, not time. enough time for that time. Yeah. Sorry, time. Oh, Alicia. Good, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say you mentioned Alicia. You mentioned um, the pickles, all the the all the pickles. You said like all the pickles. Yeah. Like someone what to get are rid they? of all the pickles. It's like is that is that a bunch of like single pickles left over in one like a bunch of separate jars that you like? Yeah. Because that's exactly. I have what a I one do. kilo thing of sauerkraut I've yet to open uh, that I had to have at Costco. I was like, I'm going to get back into my sauerkraut phase. It was a very short lived phase. I didn't like it. I don't know why I keep trying to bring it back. 
Um, Jay will take it like any pickled thing that you don't want. Jay will inhale. Yeah. Like, and then I have like three garlic pickles and then two jars of olives probably. And my fridge is also small. It's like an apartment size fridge. Um, Yeah. Like I don't know how to shop for one person, but I haven't lived with a partner for a really long time. (laughs) I think also the issue is you love Costco a lot. And like, if I were shopping at Costco, I think I, I couldn't. At Costco, I've got a lot of like a lot of restraint around things after learning. So like I not have limits, but these jars of pickles are all from Costco. So (laughs) you're right. Like I know not to buy the bags of chips and uh, too many things like clamshells of no offense um, (laughs) uh, of fruit and stuff. And but yeah, like I've got I don't have it. I've like and like right now I have a tray a family-sized tray of chicken thighs that I have to go through and marinate and freeze now and I don't want to I want to watch Succession and I want (laughs) to fill out forms online yeah and I guess like I guess like opening a big family-sized pack of uh chicken breasts and and marinating them and putting them into separate freezer bags isn't something you can do on the coffee table in the living room yeah do it in the bath (laughs) yeah that's what my tray I have a chicken sorting tray yeah Got to do a lot of sanitizing. (laughs) But yeah, you're not wrong about the Costco thing. Um, And I think recipes are also dangerous. Like I never, ever, ever use a recipe, but so many people do. I know a lot of people love doing that. But that is what makes you buy things that you then never know what to use unless you're making that recipe again and you don't want to make it like twice in a week or something. Or only need a tiny amount of it, like the time. The time, exactly. That's the rare time that I use a recipe. Uh, Yeah, and there's nothing that really like, Dried herbs I use a lot, but nothing really replaces fresh herbs in certain recipes. So I get it. Like I love having a little box of chives around. Like that's those last a pretty long time. But right now I have like eight mini cucumbers (laughs) because also like I ordered like some a small package of cucumbers and they were out. So the person's like, "How about this?" And I was like, "Okay, I guess." But when it arrived, I'm like, "Well, this is too many cucumbers. Now what?" But I have neighbors that I can give cucumbers to. Although my neighbor tzatziki. No dairy. Ooh. Right, that's true. It mm. would probably be weird with like a non-dairy yogurt. Too. Greek salad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good vegan feta I could get. Yeah. The thing with me about those pickles is that I always have <laughs> one pickle left in the jar. And I like pickles, but then it makes its way to the farther and farther into the fridge. And then you see it and you're like, there's only one pickle hanging out in this water that's just like my fingers have been in so many times taking out the little pickles. So you it's just a little, a fork. <laughs> it's a little finger bath of vinegar. It's extra marinated. Like, <laughs> I just can't bring myself to it just for some reason. You know, all of its brothers are delicious, but this one's gross. Oh, interesting. It's like a mental block. Mm-hmm. I have stuff like that too, actually, Cam. Jay totally. loves pickles so much that like once the last pickle is gone, we still have to keep the jar because he likes having the juice around. So we have like spicy pickles right now that have like chopped up jalapenos in there. So once the pickles are gone, then you have to go through the jalapenos. So like if I'm making a sandwich, I'll in Jay's put up the chopped up pickled jalapeno. But then after that, then there's just the brine and it's like a jar, you know, a liter sized jar with like, I don't know, like a, f- a little tiny layer at the bottom of brine and jay's like don't get rid of it <laughs> like fair sure but also is like the brine for pickles is so good in like tuna fish salad and oh nice and potato salad speaking of potato salad is it time oh, for potato business shit potato business 
potato business. The potato has been peeking its little brown it's head. It's been turtle heading. Yeah. Is that the- what that's about? <laughs> sure. Prairie dog in it. Right? Yeah. Do you want to go about- first? <laughs> yeah, you know about gardening and stuff. How, how do you feel about earth apples? Yeah, I can. Well, I've got mixed feelings. One, I know that they can last in the fridge a very long time. Um, and they're quite delicious if they're, if the mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes are great, triple baked potatoes, obviously potato chips, all delicious. But then they're also quite dangerous because I don't know if you've ever had a russet potato whipped at your back before. No. But it hurts. Yes, it's like a stone. (laughs) Yes. It's rock hard and it's like bigger than a baseball. And uh, so they're they're quite dangerous uh, uh, when they're not being used as food. But also when potatoes are like uh, processed, then they can kill me. So it's this weird thing where it's like, I love fries, I love potatoes, but I'm now that person that if I'm at a restaurant, I've stopped ordering fries because I don't want to say, are these hand cut fresh in the back? Are these done in house? (laughs) Or do they have, you have a sulfite allergy, right? Yeah, yeah. Severe sulfite allergy. So now for me, potatoes are like a very rare special occasion, which makes me love them even more. Even for the f- forbidden pomme de terre. Yeah. So who hurt you with a potato? Who whipped one yeah, at your back? My, yeah. It was a it was a cook in a in a restaurant that I worked at when I was uh, in my twenties. <sighs> that is and, not you know, food safe. It's <laughs> very not food safe at all, and uh, I don't think I deserved it. No, but that's a that's assault. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's like making the potato an accessory, and like the potato didn't wish that on you. It's not yeah. fair. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it hurt. Bruise. Do you remember what led mm-hmm. to the assault? Uh, well, I say, that's why I say that is like, I don't think I deserved it, but I'm pretty sure that I was probably, <laughs> you know, razzing him. And it was like, you know, I don't know. You go back when you're like a bartender or server and you go back into the kitchen and they're just so annoyed with you all the time because they're so stressed out and, yeah. you know, some sometimes crotchety. And so uh, when you go back there and you're up front having a good time and, you kind of start making jokes and stuff, then maybe you're going to get a potato whipped at your back. Oh my gosh, did it leave a mark? <laughs> oh yeah, there was a bruise. It hurt. Wow. It would have yeah. <laughs> wow. This is the first potato assault we've had yeah. on the podcast. I'm upset for everybody. Yeah. The potato's reputation. Quite dangerous. And like, did that yeah. potato then become food or was it just probably thrown in the compost? Um, oh, it 100% st- became food. Yeah, it probably 100% became food. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, the horror horror movie trope where, like, whoever ate that potato then, like, got the, like, anger of the potato that was, like, put onto the potato. It's like the murderer's hand is going to do the crimes. And, mm. Exactly. Yeah. Potato crimes. If somebody did that to me, I would have, I would have snapped, probably. Yeah. I feel like you're very even keeled. Yeah, I, 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 I laughed it off, although yeah. it was like quite painful. Yeah. <laughs> it you was also, it. you know, I don't know. I felt, yeah, I felt bad for them. I feel like people that work in kitchens uh, are really weirdos. And um, it's because I read Kitchen Confidential. <laughs> but uh, it seems like such an intense job. I've never wanted yeah. it. 
never wanted it. You had the right job. More fun. Yeah. Um, very stressful. Yeah. And Potato target practice. It doesn't pay super well. And it's hot. It's yeah. so hot. Hot so and bothered. Slippery. I mean, huh. that chef was hot and bothered. Yeah. And I took a potato to the back because of it. And I, that's fine. <laughs> so mean. Don't like that chef. <laughs> Although I probably, if he was cute enough, would have loved that chef. Um, <laughs> just he definitely had... Sorry. <laughs> no, did he have no. a lot of arm tattoos? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say he had full sleeves. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> there was a time where like that was uh, very cool. Now it's just like du jour, right? It's like everybody has it. But that was like the first uh, profession where it was like, oh yeah, we we do t- tattoos now. It was like butcher and chef. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. guess it's because like for chef, it's mostly like you're in the back, you're not interacting. So it's like, oh, I'm going to be a secret bad boy back here. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, yeah, now everyone and their dog has a fart tattoo on their finger. <laughs> yeah, I have five. You have a hot dog tattoo. I do. I don't have any food tattoos yet. Food tattoos. Mm, I've got Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. That That counts. You have a Bugs Bunny tattoo? (laughs) I've got a Bugs Bunny tattoo uh, where he's eating a carrot, but I also just got a tattoo that is a uh, a tuna fish can with the lid open. Empty. Go on. <laughs> or <It's>, don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I like mean, the mystery. It's it's uh it's in um it's a tribute to this cat that lived in uh our old neighborhood that we just moved out of that was there for like the eight years that I lived there. I love and, that. Uh when we uh got the offer to move into this new place that we're living in now, we were like, Oh, are we gonna move out of this place? Because we really like our place and then the next day uh, the neighbor posted a thing that said, like, letting everyone know that the cat passed away. And we were like, well, Aww. that's the sign. Yeah. That's the sign. And there was always, like, little, like, tuna cans out the apartment front door for him because he always hung out in front of our apartment. Was he a stray, but the neighborhood took care of him? He was, no, he had it. Well, no one really knew until he died. And there was like, oh, you lived in this house, like, two doors down? But you were oh, just always classic in front of the, yeah, just always in front of the apartment. Eating tuna fish. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was going to be chode related. (laughs) Like a little tuna can. A little tuna can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my memorial tattoo for (laughs) all the chodes out there. Yeah. Just pouring out some tuna juice. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to (laughs) barb. Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) That's just where my brain goes. Yeah, it's Uh, my Bart Bart Harley Jarvis tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Bart Harley Jarvis. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Are we still doing potato business? (laughs) Yeah. We we went sideways for a while, but we're back. We're We're doing chode chode chat now. (laughs) Chode chat. Uh, I don't have any potato business. Okay, I do. Um, On the 70s dinner party Instagram account, they they posted today a picture of a recipe without the recipe which i'm sure i can figure out for potato salad pie and uh, it looks delicious and so i reposted it and my friend was like this is disgusting and i was like no it's delicious yeah i love potatoes love potato salad so much and i love like how there was less options for food so the recipes are often just sound so terrible like so many gelatin recipes and lots of tins of ham and stuff 
yeah. which very salty. And the food was made to look like something that it wasn't a lot of the time. So like a fish mold. Yeah. Or like a, like a pineapple made out of like cubes of cheese or <laughs> ham and cheese in jello. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been potato business. Should we do Papo of the week? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Cam, who's your Papo? My Papo of the week is my daughter, Charlie Party. Um, she is very adorable. She's four months old, and uh, we just put her in the jolly jumper for the first time. Oh, boy. So she's loving it uh, and really working those those uh, those legs. And uh, we found a fun thing where her favorite thing is, because you know how they're sitting in the in the hangar? Yeah. Um, which essentially is kind of like if you've ever been to like a amusement park that like swings, how they kind of hang down. So I unhook it from the jolly jumper and then I just like walk around the apartment like gliding her around in the air and she loses her mind and absolutely loves it. So I'm just getting her like prepped for the first time we go to an amusement park and she's going to be able to go on every ride. I bet you. I don't <laughs> she know. She has I'm... to be a certain height. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like years away from that. I just want yeah. you to. aspirational i like it i don't know when babies start dreaming but i bet you because of this she's gonna have flying dreams and that's cool yeah oh sweet that's the best sensation is those swings like when you'd go when you're a kid and then you're in bed at night and you feel like you're still in it yes did you ever do the thing where they where you hold hands with the person beside you and then once you're going you let go so you kind of get that weird sway yeah yeah no because I'm too scared of them all. They make me feel so sick. Oh, no. Did you see that one like that's like the swings, but it's a, uh, as large as a high-rise building, and then they swings you around and drops you down. And oh, then it goes yeah. Down. Yeah, it's like advanced swings. That wow. looks terrible. That does look terrifying. It looks really scary, eh? Yeah. I haven't done that one yet. And it's it's been so long since I've done most of those that I've like my sort of like childhood carefreeness has gone away and it's more like practical like that is quite high <laughs> like so i'm like i don't know if i would be able to just silence that part of my brain for it it looks so high and then it drops and then it spins yeah and it yeah. yanks you back in while you're spinning like it's a it's a bit i had, a bit to, too not, much I had to look away yeah but it's only because like i just like i get motion sickness and i get scared so it's just they're not for me but i really respect I feel like I'm really missing out by not, like, if I didn't have those things. What's holding me back? Fear. Motion sickness. But, yeah, it was so scary I had to stop looking at the video. Like, just imagining being on it. I'm going to let Jessica talk now. (laughs) The original swings, like, the gentle swings, those were always sort of, like... I like those. Yeah, those are the ones that, like, you go on sort of in between your bigger rides to just sort of, like, mellow out to, like, get your sensations back or whatever. So you'd go on, like, the corkscrew or... You know, zipper. Yeah, the the teacups and the swings were the only ones I could ever. I never got past them. Yeah, those are those are the gentle ones. Yeah, that's good. I like the Enterprise. That one's my favorite. Oh, Enterprise is my top ride. What is that one? It's amazing. You're in like a. uh, It's in a big circle that starts out uh, flat, parallel to the ground, and everyone's in a little cage. You can be in by yourself or with a friend. And as it starts spinning, it also raises up and sort of like the centrifugal force like keeps you in your little unit. Yeah, there's no belt. There's no belts, but there are like cages on the side and there's bars and you can hold on. And if you're in there with a friend, you sort of like push into them like the music ride or something because it's like the 
the force. Uh, and it's just the best because you see like the ground is where the sky should be and the sky is where the ground and it just like flips back and forth. It's so awesome. And my favorite thing to do in that, speaking of the uh, what you do inside when it's going, when it's upright, um, like I said, how I lie in the bath sometimes where my back's against the floor and my legs oh. are up against the wall. You do that in it while oh. it's going around and then it's like you're like standing up yeah. when you come down to the ground and going around. It's very... It's just another level because it's like pushing your, your back against the floor. That's so yeah. cool. I want to try that. The title from my book was going to be "Show Me How to Fun." <laughs> and while listening to you guys, I was like, "One guy's like starting to tear up." I'm like, "This sounds like so much fun. I will never try it." <laughs> that one of all of them, they, it still feels like very safe because yeah, you're like locked does. in there. You can be with a friend. My favorite thing to do when I'm in there is to like take selfies of like you and your friends like screaming. I think the last time I did it, it was like even before front facing cameras. So it's just like you don't know what you're taking pictures of and it's just your hairs everywhere and it's like open mouths. Just yeah. And if you do it at night, you'd always get the good like light streaks in the yeah. background because of all the lights in the carnival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are cool. <laughs> I think we just don't think as much. <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret yeah. yeah just turn your brain off for a while <laughs> uh which i don't think i am good at doing anymore but who knows it's been a while i think the last time i was at uh the amusement park was like when the b-52s were playing and then we're like oh let's go on the pirate ship after that's a nice gentle one it makes me really sick because mm. it's back and forth yeah. it's the last ride i've ever i've ever i ever went on was mm. the pirate ship and i was like Anyways, the, the, not uh, for you. It's not for everyone. The pirate ship also like forces you to have your stomach in, you know, like just like here you go up here and then we're dropping you. It's like every yeah. time you're just putting your stomach into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Me too. So cute. <laughs> Alicia, who's, oh, oh, you want to go first or me? Should we say it at the same time? Sure. No, you go first. My papo is Hank. He's so cute. Um, yesterday we walked to the groomer and back, and then he oh. slept the entire day. And today he's only gone out for one walk because he doesn't want to go out in the rain, but he has this fabulous new haircut. Like he looks like a painting. It's so good. Amazing. Yeah, he has this big, it's called a, like a sweater cut, I think. So it looks like he's wearing a sweater and he has this really puffy. And then he has oh, like this kind of like muscular looking back legs and like and it's really tight around his waist so he looks like a real poodle yeah. like i think the days of teddy bear cuts for hank are done so is it like a like he's wearing like a like a thick uh wool turtleneck yeah or yeah. like a shawl sweater oh nice okay like it's like this and comes out like oh, that awesome. it's like puffy but also smooth at the same yeah. time yeah it's magical it looks like mohair or something He's starting to get curly because he's been out in the rain and he wouldn't wear his Wayne, his Wayne jacket. <laughs> wow. He wouldn't wear his Wayne jacket. He wouldn't wear his Wayne jacket. But That's after probably the, a popo talk. Yeah. After the, <laughs> I think that maybe after the podcast, we can get a good walk in. Yeah. I don't think it's raining anymore. I just, yeah. I didn't realize, though, that Hank's raincoat is red and my new raincoat is red. So we have matching. We have matching outfits now. That's that cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. That rocks. I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like uh, uh, the Tenenbaums or whatever. Yeah, but just Beautiful. the two of us. He's Uzi. Um, <laughs> Jessica, who is your puppo? My puppo of the week uh, happened 
on Friday, I went to go get my eyes checked uh, mm-hmm. because it was just time. It had been a couple years. Uh, fun fact, my eyes got better That's than crazy. they were two years ago. Wow. I was not expecting that. But she was like, you actually prefer no prescription. And I was like, cool. I think uh, it might be because I haven't worked a job for a year. Uh, so Less eye strain. Yeah, yeah exactly. less computer time. Nice. So, but when I left, I, you know, my eyes were dilated. I couldn't see anything close up, but I was in the neighborhood where all my favorite cat friends lived and, and it wasn't rainy. So I was like, I'm going to go walk around here and try and see if I can see any of my buds because it's been a while because it's been so rainy and cold. They haven't been out. Um, so I walked like the main cat block once and I didn't see anything, but I also couldn't really see uh and then so I was like, well, I have to go visit another thing in this neighborhood. Uh, my friend's mom has like a piece of art up on a billboard that's uh, like at 12th and Arbutus. And it's a portrait of my friend. So I was like, well, I got to go see this. But again, couldn't really see. So I could look at it from far away. But, you know, gradually your sight is coming back. And so I looped around and then I came back and I was like, well, I'm just going to look for my my cat friends again. And then I could see a shape like very far away. But I was like, I think that's my friend licking his belly. And so I called his name and then he came running and it was great. Cause as he got closer, I was just like, and I'm pretty sure sh- it's gotta be you. Like it's, it's gotta be you, Leo. Um, and it was Leo. And I was taking photos that I couldn't tell if they were in focus or not. But then afterwards I was like, Oh yeah, he looked really cute. It wasn't like a wet plastic bag in the wind that just yeah, came up and, and like, like hit you in the so face. So cute, <laughs> just patting it. Everyone's like, "Are you okay? Can I help?" Um, so yeah, I hadn't seen him in a really long time. It'd probably been like a month or something. But Leo's doing well. It's very okay. fluffy. Nice. He meowed a few times. Oh, oh got to get those meows. Cam, people want to follow you online. They want to see something you've been in, something you've written, or come, uh, come to, to your, your show. show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can follow at Hero Show Comedy. We're back doing uh, a monthly show at the China Cloud, second Thursday of every month. So follow for uh, show announcements and ticket links because it's been selling out all the time. And you can follow me at Clam McLeod. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to find your email yesterday and first I tried Cam, then I tried Clam, and then I found it under Cameron. And I was like, Alicia. I did the exact same thing. And I was like, it is clam, right? Yeah, I was sure because all of your other handles are clam. But of course, it's, it's been like that for so long. I've just never changed it. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's good. When I found it, I was like, wow, it shouldn't have taken me as long as it did. And it should have taken Gmail as long as it did because I think I was giving it enough hints. Yeah, exactly. Alicia, if people want to come to your show. Uh, there's another show December 4th at Little Mountain Gallery. It's the last show for my show um, there. And tickets are selling fast. So if you'd like to join, please do. Um, but there's also, if you're in Vancouver, there's shows basically almost every night at Little Mountain. And it's your last chance to hang out there until another venue. So if you can't make it to my show or you want to make it to a bunch of shows, buy your tickets. Everything's at Little Mountain, all the links that you need. And go see some great shows before it's over. They're all so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like more and more people are getting the same sort of feeling. So there's like you're seeing people that you haven't seen in a long time. And it feels like a little like reunion. It's nice. 
Yeah, it's so nice. And if you're listening and you have an amazing building or space that could be yeah. turned into a comedy club, get in yeah. touch with the people at Little Mound Gallery. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a land baron, <laughs> mm, all awesome. of our, our all of our listeners are land barons. So yeah, we got a lot. Work out. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica, you've got something. Yeah, I'm playing a show November 27th, which is a Saturday at Red Gate, which is on Main and Fifth, I think. Uh, so that will be my first show in a long time. <laughs> so that's very exciting. It's the Mint Records Ridiculously Early Xmas Party. Yeah. Uh, come on down. It's always a good time. Energy Slime is not the only band playing. There's <laughs> other. It hasn't been announced yet. So <laughs> by the time this comes out, it will be announced, but I don't know the exact lineup yet. Um, if you want to buy a tote bag, I just printed a second batch i mean i didn't i got a screen printer to do it so it's professional don't worry uh you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com to do that if you want to support us on patreon if you're a land baron yeah you can do that <laughs> patreon.com slash retail nightmares uh and if you don't have extra money that's yep. fine too don't you worry can about just it. listen and tell your friends and give us a a review five stars only we love you all <laughs> exactly cam thanks so much for joining us it's so nice to hang out with you yeah oh, um, so much fun we have Thank to get you, so you back on us. much sooner than the last time yeah yeah it's embarrassing <laughs> it was so nice yeah so nice jessica i hope you have a great rest of your day and to our listeners we love you and take care and be safe Mwah. Mwah. Oh, my tuna can. <laughs> mm.